0: From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more.
1: Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to com and grab your copy today. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Just As Spirit. I'm Sherry Anna Boyle. I'm your host. Welcome to the show. This is a show about spirituality. It's about mental health. We talk about lots of things on this show, but at the core of it all, it's about how you connect to spirit and i know that you're going to really love this show because here we are we're towards the end of june 2023 if you're listening to this and this is a wonderful time i think you know those especially those of us living in the northeast that we're getting outside in nature and we're starting to connect more with our senses and perhaps we're moving more in our bodies and so today is all about how to connect to spirit through creativity, and joining me is Carrie Rowan. Hi, Carrie. Hello,
2: Sherri-Anna. So excited to be here today.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. And some of you who might recognize Carrie and her voice, she also has a show on uh, on Dream Seven Vision Network, where we stream from. And Carrie, your the title of your show is I don't see. It,
2: Look for the good.
1: Look for the good. Isn't that nice, everyone? Look for the good. So, if you want to listen to Carrie after today, if you really enjoy her, which I'm sure you're going to, I know you're going to, uh, then check out her show, Look for the Good. Now, Carrie, you are many things. You are an author, you have an international bestseller. It's called Tell a New Story. You are an award winning singer and songwriter. So you can hear the, you can sense the creativity in Carrie. She's also a certified coach, founder of the Story Method of Transformation, teaching you to reduce your stress, live more joyfully by rewriting. Blah, (laughs) rewriting a new and empowering story of your life. Oh boy, do we need to do that, especially in June. What a great time to rewrite your story, everyone. She's a speaker, entertainer, uniquely combining the power of learning through provocative storytelling with live music to connect you with the deeper material on a deeper emotional level. And there's just so much in your bio here, Carrie, but everyone can find you at Carrie Rowan R O W A N dot com. So welcome, Carrie, to Just As Spirit.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And I love the work that you do, as you know. Um, <laughs> and so it's really an honor to be here chatting with you today on just us spirit.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so you and I were talking before the show about the fact that you you are a songwriter, you're a creator, and this is how you connect to a spirit. This is how you download, if you, if you will, for lack of better words, to so kind of get your information. And some people might totally align with this and say, oh, I get that. That's how I get my information. And some people are going to be like, what the heck do you mean? Okay. <laughs> so I think, I think if we could just sort of clarify that. And what I love about your work is you're kind of between the two worlds. There's part of your world, which is totally focusing on helping people to change those thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Challenge those thoughts, change those stories. And then there's another part of you that's all connected and downloading and channeling and writing music. So what do you say to people that have no clue what the heck we're talking about? Maybe, Maybe a little bit, but not really sure what we mean by connecting to spirit and creating that way.
2: Well, that's a great question. I feel like we are all creative, right? We're created by a source, call it whatever you want. So we come into this world completely creative. And I think life just rings it out of us. So we already know how to be creative. It's naturally who we are. It's in our, it's in our blueprint, right? It's, it's, in our soul. And so I don't care what creativity means to you. It could be cooking a beautiful meal. It could be making your house the most beautiful place with colors and and a comfy place to be. Or it could be taking a paintbrush to a canvas. It could be photography. There's so many ways that we can be creative. It's getting creative, raising your children, right? So there's a lot of different aspects of creativity. But I think whatever that means to you, is your special gift, and when you say connected, I mean when you're deep in that moment of creating, you can feel it, right? It's like your your I'll use it, your chakras are open, right, and your crown chakras open, and you are just receiving all the energy, all the goodness, all the love that the universe has to offer. And when you're in that moment of creativity, time stands still. That's how you know you're connected. You're aligned with whatever you call that energy that creates worlds. And so for me, that's how I like to describe it, especially when I'm writing songs. I could lose hours at a time if I get the gem for a really cool song and I could sit at the piano or maybe I'm at my guitar and nothing else is matters, right? Nothing else is going on around you because you're so deep in the moment. And when you're in that present moment, there is no other place where you're so aligned. Mm,
1: I love that. I love that description. And I think that this is we're just beginning to really tap into this. I think it's the future in terms of how we're going to function. It, it I'm sure you'll agree with me, Carrie, that we are overworked, right? We're doing too much doing, and it's leading to a high levels of stress. I mean, low levels are not so bad, right? We all need some stress. Otherwise, we're going to be a bunch of lumps on the couch, right? So we need some levels of stress, but when it gets high levels, chronic levels all the time, we get numb, right? Mm-hmm. And how the heck are you going to create from numb?
2: Yeah, exactly. You can't create from numb. And so I think that's what happens. We get addicted to these states of mind. I talk about this in my book, right? It's like we have these story, not just like our stories, we get addicted to our emotional states. Which causes us to be addicted to our stories? We pull out these stories at different times, and a lot of times we'll pull them out because feeling something is better than feeling nothing, like you just said. Mm. Um, you know, and when you're in that stuck space, I, that's my specialty. I work with people who feel stuck about their life. They lost their joy. They have no passion. They don't know what their purpose is anymore. And they might be humming along at a job, but it doesn't mean that inside they're feeling satisfied or making a contribution or they're happy um, on any level. So,
1: Harry, so how does someone arrive to you? Because I'm thinking about people that are so stuck in their story? Maybe we'll go over in that lane for a little bit. They're so stuck in their story. How do they even know that they need a new story? Is it what do you find in terms of people sort of recognizing, oh my gosh, it's I'm getting in my own way. What are your Mm -hmm. thoughts about that?
2: That's a really great question. I just did
1: a talk a couple of days ago to a women's leadership conference, and
2: it was that very thing I opened with because it's not like people call me up and say, hey, Carrie, I've got this terrible story. It's awful. (laughs) You got to help me change it. People don't do that, right? So what are the symptoms? The story work is my method, but what are the symptoms? What does it look like when somebody feels stuck? Well you really having a hard time making decisions, right? You procrastinate on a lot of things. You're sort of letting life happen to you as opposed to stepping out and creating your life. And you're just kind of going along with emotions. You're not really doing the things that used to bring you joy that you used to do, or maybe you don't even know what those things are. Mm-hmm. So it's just this feeling of staleness, you know, like you're going to bite into that cracker and you're like, oh, that's stale. There's no more zest. The salt's gone, you know? So it's like turning those juices up again. But it's really that, that sort of, you've normalized feeling nothing and that's Mm. a problem, right? You're not feeling a high joy or you're not sad on the couch, depressed. You've got to feel, you're not really feeling a whole lot of anything. And I think numbing and apathy is really the worst thing that we can be, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we want the world to be a better place and, you know, you're a mom, I'm a mom and we see the the news and we get worried about our kids. We're like, I'm worried about my kids and their, and their future. And what's it going to, going to be like for them, but really what you and I, and when we work with people, I, I'm sure you'll agree on this is you do start to see people kind of thaw out. And when people start to feel again, they behave better. Right. Absolutely. So when we see people out there doing horrible things, being mean Rude, you know, whatever it is, disgusting, whatever it is that's appalling to us, flipping us the finger, whatever's <laughs> happening out there. It's likely they're all just numbing. And I do agree with you, Carrie. I think the storytelling is such a big part of that. So what do you how do you handle that, Carrie, well, when they come to you? I mean, Tell us about that process.
2: I feel like, you know, and I, and I love, you know, you brought up kids and being a mom and our kids have so much to teach us. Right. And I've learned so much by, by being a mom. And one of the things that I used to always bring up to my kids, and I still talk to adults about this is we have this emotional backpack. This really resonates with the work that you do. Right. And if we let that thing just get jammed and jam and cumulative, and it accumulates to the point where that thing's going to break, it's bursting at the seams. There's too many books in it, computer bags, whatever. And if we don't do something about that, it's going to explode. And I think that's what you see more of nowadays. People just get to the point where they can't handle it anymore and it has to get released somehow. And as I was explaining this again to my daughter, she said to me the other day so brilliantly, you know, mom, it's like, it's like soda. It's like soda where you slowly turning the cap. If you do it really fast, you shake it up and do it fast. It all comes out at once and it's going to make a big mess. Wow. Right? But if you do it slowly and let a little bit of that soda out at a time, by the time you take the whole cap off, it doesn't burst.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's brilliant. Wow. But the point is you got to let it out. That's the point. Just like the work you do, just like they need an emotional
2: cleanse, right? But it's a process. It's taking them through that. But the first step as in anything is recognizing that your soda pop is really full, and it's going to burst
1: interesting. interesting. So what are the common stories that you see? <laughs> <laughs> well, what the do story what are you like? Oh, boy, here we go again. the story. I- <laughs> the best
2: stories are the quiet ones, the little insidious ones that go on in our head that we are too scared to tell anybody about, right? Ooh, Those are the good. ones. Those are the old ones. They've been there in our heads since we were probably under seven years old when our brains were just in that alpha, theta, beautiful sponge-like state, and we're taking it all in, and we don't even realize those are driving us, right? Because that's our subconscious mind. Those are the stories somebody put there, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, whatever the little story is, you're, you'll never amount to anything. Somebody could have even said it quickly in passing to you, a teacher, a well-meaning parent, but it's stuck. It just got stuck in there, right? Mm. So it's finding those, the, you know, the the needs of the humans. I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough you know, I'll never amount to anything. All those things are the typical ones that come up um, for people because it's at the core of who we are as humans. It's all, it's our biggest human fears that we all have in some way, shape or form.
1: Mm. I love the work of coaching and you might agree with this, Carrie, because I think us as coaches, at least I think of this as Sometimes people stick around and they want to continue and some people I'll have for a year or so, but I never know that starting out, right? It's always like, okay, let's get right to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's not beat around the bush. Like let's nail it, right? Let's get to the core. Let's get to the root of this stuff. Do you feel like that as well when you're coaching people? Do you feel like you're sort of pulling those roots out so that they can start to bloom Absolutely.
2: You know, and we do it through stories, you know, and a lot of time, one of my favorite things to do and is group coaching. And I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I love the power of people starting to share, you know, and each group has its own dynamic. So every time I run a group of women through my class, it's different because as you know, it's the people in there it's the stories they bring but they always you always attract the right people in the right groups and there's something about that scenario that allows people to open up on a deeper level mm-hmm. um especially when you put them together in breakouts and so you know we're always getting in there i do just like you i like to get right into it i mean we we don't have time to mess around let's just get in there let's talk about our stories and then when they see You know, like that's what my book does, right? When they see us sharing our stories, our stories are just a reflection of everybody else's. And when you see that I can change my story of all the stuff and the crap that happened in my life that I wish didn't happen, then that brings hope to other people. They say, wow, she did. I can change my stories too. And they also recognize themselves in my story and everybody else in the group in their stories as well.
1: Mm, I love that. And and by the the way, everyone carries book that she's referring to is called a new story, right?
2: Yep. Tell a new story. Mm -hmm. Telling
1: your story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Telling your story. And so that's easy to find. You can find that on Amazon or at Carrie Rowan.com. And we're also going to find music there. So you have this whole another creative side to you. So you've written this book about how to change your stories, right. And the Mm -hmm. power of that, I assume that you have some techniques and Tools and stories in there that will help people. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: And it's packed with tools and tips. And each chapter, well, for the five steps. So it's it's telling you a story, five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't have joy in your life, that's what we're here for. That's what's missing in your life. So I take them through this process of the five steps, but at each chapter. It has a bunch of very detailed exercises for you to do really. It's not just a book you're going to read and put down. You are actively involved in this book um, and you're doing the exercises. And this allows you to change those stories right there in the moment. And the cool thing about my book is that it's interactive. So when you get to a point where I'm telling a story about something that happened in my life and I happen to write a song about that, right at that moment, you can swipe the QR code with your phone and hear the song that I wrote about that, and it, it really connects the listener on a deeper emotional level.
1: Wow, that's beautiful. That's unique. I've never heard of that before. So, you're getting music and exercises and tools all in one. Awesome. And
2: meditation. So for each of the I know you're big, a big oh. fan of meditation too. So for each of the five steps, there's a meditation for each step. It really helps to infuse the learnings within the listener. And then they can go back to it. It's me doing the meditation that I created. It's a, um, it's a walk through a visualization and it allows them to really take that to a deeper level through the meditation and the music, because let's face it, Mm. music gets into those cracks and those places where other things can't.
1: That's beautiful. I absolutely love that. So I would love to talk more about the music and share with the listeners i know that there's people out there who maybe are drawn to music or drawn to art and immediately they start thinking that story i'm not good at it or why bother or you know maybe maybe even afraid of what's going to come out you know maybe embarrassed a little bit or something like that but drawn to it right so, I want to talk more about that. We're going to take a quick break, everyone. And if you're just joining, I'm speaking with Carrie Rowan. She's at carrierowan.com. She's a coach, as you can hear. She writes music, she has beautiful songs. I know that some of your music is played on Dream Vision 7 radio, right? So, you yes, probably have already heard her beautiful music. And of course, her book is there, which is Tell a New Story. We'll be back right after the break, talking more about creativity.
0: From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time.
3: Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars, with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play DreamVision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on
1: Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at shariannaboyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network,
4: uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
1: Welcome back to Just As Spirit. We're talking about creativity today and how being creative can help you to connect to spirit and here supporting me is Carrie Rowan, author of the book called Tell a New Story. She's also a musician and has lots of music on her website, which is carryowen.com. And she's also a transformational coach. So, Carrie, let's talk about the creative piece. Okay. What sure. do you think? Okay. I, I have a daughter, I have three, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and one of them is a really good singer, really good. She will not sing for us. The only reason I know she's good is because I caught a little bit of a video, right? Somebody, her teacher took a little video and I was like, oh my gosh, right? But it was like a tiny bit, right? Like a nugget. She will sing for her little sister. So I have to ask her little sister, "How how's Megan singing, right? Mom, she's like Adele. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm (laughs) I'm living with someone like Adele. She did not get it from me. She did not get it from her husband. I'm like, really, Mom? She sounds like Adele. I'm like, what? This kid is so terrified of going out into the world with this. So, as put your little coaching hat on here, Carrie, and put on your musician hat and all that stuff, because I'm imagining there's a lot of. Now, not everyone might not sound like Adele, right? But, or have someone who says that to them. However, what do you say to people that just are feeling like so much fear and anxiety about exploring, even singing in front of a teacher or on their own? What do you say to these people?
2: Well, I used to be that person. So-
1: You're kidding. That. Okay. I, I gotta hook her up with a session with you then. Okay. <laughs> I
2: mean, when I was a kid, I did that naturally. I don't know why I did that. There was no fear in me, right? I we, you know, we we just go out and do the things that we naturally are born to do. So as a kid, I'd organize the neighborhood kids and everybody, and we would put on musicals. I remember being John Travolta one time in Greece for a neighborhood production. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was These just characters. John Travolta because there was. this oh, okay. A was that say. looked like Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> she had the blonde hair and everything. So awesome. So I was John Travolta, and uh, it's hilarious. But so I did that naturally. But then as I got older, it wasn't cool. I don't know where I picked that up. But now it wasn't cool to do. Maybe I was self. I started become self-conscious. I wasn't good enough, um, and all that stuff. So I tucked that away somewhere became a cheerleader, which really is similar to being a coach. And it wasn't even in college. I took private voice lessons in college. And I remember it was time to get up and do the performance. And I suddenly came up down with a sore throat and couldn't do it. That was just me being afraid. I became afraid. So I get what that's like. Then I went into corporate America And there's really no place for that type of stuff anymore. Um, But I still studied quietly and privately with, um, you know, people who were professionals in the business. So I get that. And that's because I had picked up a story somewhere along the way, the old traditional, we're not good enough story. Right.
1: Mm, yeah. So
2: your daughter has, she's some got the, of those. yeah,
1: she's got the I'm Not Good Enough story or she's something. Got the, she's got it. Yes, she's yeah. got
2: the, because look around. I mean, watch yeah. the voice. The talent on there is mind blowing, right? Oh, yeah.
1: American Idol. I don't know. We yeah. watched the last season. It was unbelievable. I, I was it's, crying. Yep. We call it Cridle in my house. <laughs> we do because my husband and I sit down. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Hurry up. It's on. It's on. Come sit. And we cry. Every time. And so now I say, this is our therapy. We, we just have to watch American Idol and you and I, we just shut it off. I love it. That is so awesome. He cries, I cry. And then we look at each other and we go cry all.
2: That is so awesome. I love it. My husband and I do that too, though. I I will not admit that he cries during it, but um, that is That is Music awesome.
1: does that to you. It's so it moving. Does. It's so healing. It brings everything up. You can't hide. It's so
2: true. Again, it gets in the cracks, right? Okay, the so cracks what is she, the place?
1: What does she do? If you were talking to her or somebody else who's feeling like I'm paralyzed, I'm I would like to try this or that, right? You've got something again. And what would you say?
2: Well, you gotta build she's gotta build up her confidence, right? Mm. And it starts with. All right, what are you saying? What are you saying to yourself when you think about singing this song out loud? Let's let's start there, but let's also give her some tools, right? So I have a little niece that sings a lot and she's super talented. And so is my other daughter that I we were just talking about earlier with a soda pop can. And um, so I te- I would teach her some energy medicine tools, something that she can actually use. Now you've got something in your back pocket, you're like, oh. I know I'm feeling this, but I'm going to use this Donna Eden tap right here Mm. between my ring finger and my pinky finger, because that's the end of my fear meridian right there, my triple warmer, right? So I'm going to tap on that. And now I actually have something that's outside of myself, sort of, that I can rely on. So every time I take a little tiny step towards feeling confident, whether that's just getting a music teacher, a voice teacher, but the right voice teacher. A voice teacher that is encouraging and doesn't push her beyond her limit, but allows her to step a little bit out of her comfort zone. So each time she does that, Mm. she's building her internal sense of self-confidence.
1: Yeah. We've talked about tapping on the show. I love tapping. She actually knows tapping inside and now up and down. I think what's happening, and a lot of people might realize this is you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, there's that tool. Oh yeah, there's that, uh, that tool, but they're not using them.
2: Well, that's just it. You can know it right here. You and I both know this. Everybody's like,
1: and I didn't even mean this tapping. I meant an energy
2: medicine. Just it's just yes, standing just there. To do tap. Before, so let's, yep, let's get you get on stage
1: for those of you listening who are not on YouTube. The fear tap. Do you want to explain where there's two of them? But explain where the the one that you're talking about.
2: Well, I like this one because I would do it as I was standing behind in, behind stage before I went on. So it's right, it's like right between, it's a webbing between your ring finger and your pinky finger. And you're just tapping on this. You can be doing it anywhere. That's the thing that I love about it. And just do that fear tap right there. Before you go on, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but that's a really easy one where you don't look weird. I'm not walking around, you know, doing the K27, which I do that one a lot too. But it's something small. When people feel like they have a tool that they use, that has worked for them in the past, then it gives them more confidence. And every time they step out and show themselves that they can do it, they're busting that fear down.
1: I love that. And that is a, that's a wonderful, wonderful tip that tapping. It's so portable. Everybody can tap. You know, the the one that I do often is the side of the hand, the fear tap, the karate, karate jump, chop. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you tap that everyone and you just kind of mm-hmm. keep and And just let it, it's a a release, right? It's a way to let it, that's so, I love the soda pop example. It's a way to let it out nice and easy so it it doesn't explode, but you don't want it all trapped inside of you.
2: Absolutely. Even though I'm afraid, yeah, even though I'm afraid to get on stage right now, I still love and absolutely believe in myself. You know, and it's building that. I'm actually writing an article right now for a magazine. They asked me to talk about what it takes to believe in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, cause I've done a lot of different things. I've reinvented myself many times. I jumped off that corporate ladder um, and that's what it takes. It takes tiny baby commitments, you know, and then setting a goal for yourself. Like when my youngest um, was gonna, she wanted to do open mics. She had some great innate talent, but she had taken some lessons. She had been singing. I mean, I was playing Celine Dion in her room when she was a baby, you know, so this girl grew up with music. I was dragging my kids when they were little to concerts, kids concerts that I was doing. So they've been exposed to a lot of this. Um, But when it comes up to her stepping on stage, she's all by herself up there, right? So Mm -hmm. she finally built that up. She built her confidence to stand on stage and at her first open mic, that just blew the doors off of her. So I would recommend she starts going to some stuff like that. Go to some open mics in the area. to quietly sit in the back and just observe. And she'll see people just like her getting up and doing it and stepping out of their comfort zone.
1: That's wonderful. And that's great advice for people who are interested in sort of becoming more creative. So if you're someone who feels, and perhaps you were like Carrie at one point and you were creative, maybe you made things or created plays or wrote songs or used to journal a lot. And so what do you say to those people about bringing that back into their lives? Do you think that's where their joy is, Carrie, or that's an avenue for, because you've talked about joy. If you're not feeling that joy, what do you say to that?
2: Absolutely. I tell clients that all the time. Go back, you know, we'll do a little um, meditation, go back and imagine yourself as a child. What are the things that you used to do? What did you do naturally? Did you color? Did you paint? Just like you're saying, were you crafty? Did you, were you able to see colors and put them together? Like, you know, it's something as small as that. And when people can, they just need a reminder when they remember what that is, they can take that and hone it and and bring it out into the world and they can really just remember who they are at their core and build it into your schedule and that's what i tell them to do if you're not feeling joy you got to build it into your schedule.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, it's interesting because i used to write when i was a kid but i didn't connect it to my joy because i always wrote sad stories. Always. They were awful. I, really? <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, I, I, I wrote, I got an award once for one, and it was terrible. I thought to myself, "Those poor judges. I mean, they must have been like, this girl's a mess." But I, I wrote all these really sad stories, so I never made the connection that this was connected to my purpose and my joy, because it was always a way to sort of purge the the sadness or whatever, the grief and whatever I. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just bringing that to people's attention because sometimes you may feel the same way that I only did this as a way to kind of cope with my home environment. And we get into our head about it thinking, well, that was my coping skill, but you got to relook at that and say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like what you said in the beginning, did this help time stand still? Did this allow me to connect and let's start to transition and segue this to spirit again Um Carrie, in terms of, you know, did this allow me to be in a space, right? Where I felt oneness or something like that. And I just wanted to add that in there because I know what that's like to feel like, eh, can't be that. I would, what? No, that was just the way I dealt with the screwed up household. (laughs) I needed a way to like, get away from it, but maybe not folks. Maybe not. Right. Said the
2: writer of 10 books.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were all sad, Terrible, yeah. sad, sad, like on deathbed sad. But you know,
2: I, <laughs> I find there's a lot of beauty in that because you're a young child learning. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a beautiful coping skill. It's a beautiful tool. It really is. I don't care what the story sound you're you're creating art. You're you're creating somebody else's entertainment, right? You're stepping outside of yourself and you're creating characters. I mean, there's so much beauty in what you did, whether it's sad or not. It's the same thing. Why do people listen to sad music? I mean, sad music has a place. You know, it's like you go to the grocery store and you're going to pick up food that you think is good for you that day. Well, music's the same thing. We're picking up music that day that we feel and and resonates with us. And I think there's nothing wrong with listening to sad songs or writing sad stories because that's a way to deal. It's a way to process and it's what you're feeling at the moment. And when we honor that, as you do with your emotional release, um, when we can honor those feelings and feel those feelings, then they can just dissipate. And isn't that what they're supposed to do anyways? Mm.
1: Is there a difference for you, Carrie, between you wrote a book And then you write songs is that does that feel different to you
2: wow that's a great question because there's a really big difference because when i started writing those songs and my first album came out of all of my journaling because i was at the depths of some despair of some very tragic things that happened in my family of origin but i was a young mom with two babies 16 months apart and it was so much to deal with all at once that it was a cathartic experience for me there. But I could sing about the very things I couldn't talk about. And that's what we sing about. We sing about the depths of the feelings and what I was going through. And I knew that there was other people that without saying it in so many words behind a rhyme and a melody and some harmony, you're communicating, but there is still so much interpretation that goes on with a song, Right. And it wasn't until I had to sit down and talk about the stories behind the songs that I got into the nitty gritty. And that was a whole new ball game.
1: And that was the book.
2: That was the book. That was the book where I actually had to describe the stories, what happened, you know, and I, there wasn't a melody as I'm writing the book behind that, you know, and it's a, it's a different feel. It's, it's a more of a, it's more, it's more revealing in some ways, with the book, because I would think to myself, and this is what all of us authors think, oh, wow, I can't put this story. What? Well, I can't tell this story. No, I don't want everybody to know. Like, what? I'm going to put this in print. It's going to be there forever. A song, you can sing it. And yeah, it's laid on a track, but it's open to interpretation. True. The story. Little, so what much,
1: you're saying is a little safer.
2: It's much more vulnerable to write the book. Yeah, for sure.
1: Because someone could say, is she talking about her? Is she talking about someone else? Or is she talking just to her audience? But with the book, it's like they, they're they very clear that you're talking about yourself.
2: It's my story. It's me. It's what happened. Because I wasn't ever really, I didn't want to talk about what happened. I didn't want to tell the sad story because it was so sad. Um that it really would bring the energy down in the room if I was to share that story. But writing music about it is a beautiful thing that was easier for me to do, but it was also very healing, right? So whatever it's, it's the same reason people paint, you know, it's you're putting your feelings through that paintbrush onto the canvas it's transferring and then somebody sees it and they transfer it. And I guess the key to anything that you decide to do, whether it is the song or the book is when you're writing or you're singing from your heart, it goes straight to somebody else's heart, right? And that's the beauty in it, no matter what method you choose.
1: Wow. Beautiful. Carrie, how do you define spirit?
2: Wow. I feel like spirit is something that's all around you always. It is It's the energy that creates worlds, you know, and it's, it's always available to us in a lot of different forms. People feel really differently about this, what it is and, and to define it. I just know it's always there and it always has access when I allow it to. It's me that stops myself from feeling or experiencing it more or less in my life.
1: Mm. That's beautiful. Any final thoughts, as we close out this part of the episode, any final thoughts that you want to share with people that you might, you might think might be on their minds in terms of on the fence again?
2: I lost you for a second there. Um, I would say Go well, back to who you were as a child, because we were so open to everything, right? We were so open to the world and we were so open to possibility and ask yourself better questions, you know, when you're trying to tie into that part of yourself, what else is possible here? Or when things happen, cause stuff always hits the fan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if this were happening for a higher purpose, what would that be?
1: Mm, I love that. If if this were happening for a higher purpose, what would that be? And going back to your childhood to see what we, you were curious about and what you were drawn to, what you were interested in.
2: Yeah. Just bringing yourself back to yourself, bringing you home to you, because we know innately um, who we are and, and what we want when we're younger. And again, I feel like life, especially when it comes to creativity, just rings it out of us. And it's up to us to bring it back into our world. It's up to us to say, hey, wait a second. I want to bring some creativity into my life. And creativity and self-care, I feel like, are really tied together as well. And so you can build that into your daily schedule, which is what I teach people to do. Your vibration raises, your happiness level raises, the quality of your life and feeling like you're contributing to something. And part of a bigger whole, really all of that raises for your higher good.
1: Yeah. I think that, well, maybe perhaps you can remember, but I remember growing up in the days where we had HOMAC. Remember HOMAC? Loved it. Yeah. And I believe if there's anybody out there that's an educator, we need to bring HOMAC back in the schools, right? Because these are the spaces that we start to discover. Oh, wow. I feel in the moment. I feel connected. We get to try different things. I don't know what happened you know we're we're broadcasting out of massachusetts but we're also broadcasting around the world but whenever we said no child left behind i i don't know that was not a very good plan i'm I'm not sure what happened there we replaced all the arts with a big fat test (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and a test that they would focus on and obsess on and basically study the answers for how many years so I'm just, you know, I'm giving my opinion there, but I just think creativity is so important. I think it's connected to our life force. I think it could help heal depression and anxiety. We're in a mental health crisis. People like Carrie, you know, I think if people listen to this and you work in a school, have someone like Carrie come visit the school and share, you know, how she got over her sadness or went through it by, by the songs and, and just what you're talking about. I think kids need to hear this, not just adults. Mm-hmm. We need it. And just like my child, I can only do so much. <laughs> we right. need a village. I have, I can provide all the tools, but sometimes <laughs> it's going to be someone like Carrie who, who they're actually going to wake up and say, okay, I get it now. Right. Sometimes they don't want to disappoint their parents. So of course they save face. And so advocate, you know, let people know what you want in their in the schools. What kind of what kind of assemblies do you want? What kind of entertainment would you like? And I say refer Carrie's name. I I hope I don't, you know, (laughs) throw you under the bus there and you're like, oh please, I don't need more. But I really think you should be people ought to consider you for the for the fall as a guest. Thank you.
2: Thank yeah, you. I, I, I totally agree. Home, I remember home <laughs> because that's where I, le- I learned how to cook and bake yes. and kids are missing. And all sew, this. And oh my gosh. Sewing sew. machine, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. My kids don't know how to sew a button on, right? Like when they see me sewing, they're like, mom, what is that? You know, it's like crazy.
1: <laughs> life skills build confidence. And if we're putting them in front of technology all the time, they don't get the life skills. So this was absolutely amazing. Uh, once again, I hope everyone grabs your book and also looks at your music. So you're at com. Everyone, you can check out our book, which is tell a new story. If there was one song that you hope everybody purchases, what do you think?
2: One song, you know, we, we flip flop on our songs. I, I would say the song free me on my first album really exemplifies what we're talking about. Okay. Cause it's about letting go of all the words and just being in that moment here and now, um, and I th- I feel like that's what we're missing in this world right now, you know, being right. so, it's an, it's an externally focused world where our attention is being so pulled everywhere else. And as we know where our attention goes, our energy flows. And if we can just learn how to bring that back into ourselves and spend more quiet time in that inner world, then we can clear up almost anything that ails us.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Carrie Rowan. We're gonna go take we have another quick break, but thank you, Carrie. Come back anytime. And also, Carrie has her own show, Look for the Good on Dream Seven Vision Radio. So check out her show. We're taking another quick break. Be right back as I wrap up the show with my final thoughts. So hang in there.
0: From the vibrant soul of Sherry Anna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision Seven Radio Network every Monday at ten AM and ten PM Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show.
3: When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to shariannaboyle.com.
0: Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further.
1: Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. And now we're at the part of the show where I share a few of my thoughts about today's show, which we are focusing on creativity and connecting to spirit. And I often reflect on shows and... Take a moment to tune in to cleanse at the same time. When I talk about cleanse, I'm talking about the seven stops of an emotional detox, which are featured in all of my emotional detox books, as well as my latest book, Energy and Action. And we know that emotions are energy. And when that those, those emotions are moving, when they're free to flow, then you're going to feel more at ease. You're going to feel you're gonna feel better, you're gonna feel calmer, you're gonna feel more focused, and that's gonna really help you connect to spirit. So I always say emotions are the gateway to the soul. And I think when it comes to creativity, I think it is it is a form of connection. And if you're having a hard time, if you feel like your creative juices are blocked or they're being stifled, or you can have those stories that Carrie was mentioning, like I don't have any time, or I don't have the resources, or I'm not really that good at something. I always say it's really important to feel your feelings first and then, then allow those emotions and flow to change the thoughts of our stories. And Carrie's one of those people that is really great at helping people to to change those thoughts. But I find that they will change for you automatically. So I'd like you to just take a moment, if you will, and take a nice deep breath. So everybody, if you're driving, make sure you're alert. And if you're not driving or operating any kind of vehicle, then I'd love you to just sit up tall and take a nice deep inhale And a nice exhale through your nose. So if you can breathe through your nose, it's gonna sound a little noisier. It's gonna be, the breath is gonna go more in the back of the throat. So once again, take a nice deep breath. And I want you to breathe into this notion of creativity. What does it mean to you, right? What is creativity? And I think sometimes creativity can be associated with competition, whether we're competing with others or we're competing with ourselves. And you really want to be mindful of that. It's not a competition, right? You're not looking to necessarily outdo yourself here when it comes to creative, right? it's different it's a different feel and if you compete with yourself you're going to make it difficult to connect to spirit which really is that your channel your vessel and in the end it really doesn't matter what it looks like it what matters is how it feels how does it feel in your body to have this outlet how does it feel in your body to be able to release it in this way and to give it a voice, to give it a presence in the world, and to reshape it in a, through, through creativity. And you can. You can reshape your stories. You can reshape your energy. You can reshape your emotions. You can transform emotions just by allowing yourself to tap into what already exists. Like Carrie said, we're all creative, every single one of us. And Yet, we may not be providing an outlet. So, whether it's singing or it's journaling, whatever it is, we all are creative beings. So, let's all take a nice deep breath together. We're going to inhale. And really open yourself up to that creative being that you are. And I want you to open up, especially your crown, your crown chakra, the energy center at the top of your head, and really allow it to open up even a little bit more and invite this in, invite this creative life force energy to exist in your life. And as you breathe, you want to inhale, open up that crown invite in this beautiful, beautiful light. And if you want to learn more about light, I've written all about light and energy and action because light can help move energy like nobody's business. Open up the crown, inhale. And can you allow yourself to be a creative being? And can you embrace yourself and embody yourself as a creative being, a creative soul? You are here to contribute and create. You are already enough. You are already beautiful. And if you can just let go of that resistance a little bit, if you can just let that guard down, if you can just soften your shoulders, I promise you, you will connect to spirit and creativity. Creativity will begin to percolate inside of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining Just Ask Spirit. Please Go check out the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Without it, we don't exist. They support the show. Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Head over there. I've got some new products. We have some art there. So check out the spiritual art. And uh, until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care.